Let us begin. We're starting. We're, we're on. We're live. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Baruch Hashem. We're blessed. We're blessed to, to begin our, our life because today and now is one's life. Your life begins when, when Baruch Hashem, you're, you're alive and and your life, obviously, we, we were born, a person's born uh, many, many years ago. And, you know, when a person thinks of his life, he thinks about it in terms of being born uh, and, and dying, uh, which obviously that's true as well. But life is, is also, you know, stronger than that where, where it's right now. You know, life isn't something that is, you know, like we've said many times, how's your life? You know, I want to change my life. When a person thinks, I want to change my life, I want to change uh, my life, what does that mean? What, what does that mean you want to change your life? You want to change yourself. You want to change my, my now. I want to change today. I want to change um, my circumstance. I want to grow. I want to look at things um, a certain way. I want to change the way I think. Right? Changing, otherwise, what is your, changing your life? What does that mean to change your life? What, what, what does that mean? The way to change your life is to change today, is to change the certain things about yourself that you want to. And the blessing of life is that we have the ability to change things. As we've said many times, death is the, the moment of death is the moment when a person realizes that he can't change anything. That is what death is. Death is that I can't do, I can't do anything. That's the difference between someone who's alive or something that is alive and something that's dead. Something that's alive, someone who's alive is growing, is changing. Not, not just physically, not just physically he's changing, but inter internally as well, intellectually, emotionally. You know, it's interesting because we, physically a person is always changing. They're always changes going inside a person's body, a person's mind. And the most important thing as we, we speak a lot about is the me controlling the change, me activating the change. When a person is able to focus on, on what I can change, what I can do, because most things in life, the way it works, is most things that we can't change, we try to change. And most things that we can change, or the only thing in a certain way that we can change, we don't focus on changing. And I'll say that again. Most of the things that we, that we want to change, right, that we want to change, we can't change. You can't change the weather. You can't change your parents. You can't change your past. You can't change, right, you can't change external things that have happened or things that are happening, right? People could sit there talking all the time about the government. They could sit there talking about policies. They could talk about even sports for that matter. They could talk about all these things that they want to change or other people. And in essence, you can't change that. It's impossible to change the weather, okay? You could daven Masha Varuch Umarid Ageshem. You could daven. Right, you could daven that a person, a, a Jew, thank you so much, yeah. A person can always uh, change, you know, things by his tefillah, by davening. 
But ultimately, the challenge that we have is we try to change people, we try to change circumstances, we try to change all the things that we can't change. But the things that we could change, the thing that we can change is ourselves. I could change my thinking, I could change my reaction to things, I could change myself, right? A lazy person can work on being not such a lazy person. An angry person can work on not getting so angry. A person who is, uh, has negativity in their mind and they look at everyone negative and they have a negative look at things can learn how to be more positive. A person who does certain things can learn how to change, how to change himself. That we can do. And the irony is, is that that's not what we focus on many times. Many times what we focus on is everything that we cannot change as opposed to the things that we can change. So one of the things that's the reason why we like uh, learning Hilchus Lashon Hara is because when we talk about other people, then we talk about, you know, uh, I, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was uh, walking by last night before I went home. It was maybe about, I don't remember what time, maybe 12.30, 1 o'clock, 12.30. I was walking by the dining room, and, and there were a few guys in there, and they were talking, uh, and they were, they were having a very heated conversation. And, and I walked by, and I, and I heard, like, out loud the heated conversation. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It was good. It was p passionate. The guys were talking, and there was about three, four guys, and they were talking, and because I overheard the passionate conversation, I opened the dining room door, and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? You know, and they're like, oh. So I said, I, I hear you're having a passionate conversation. So not to intrude, but like, just curious, what are you guys talking about? So they told me what they were talking about, which was a very interesting conversation. But in the conversation, it wasn't a Lashon Hara Chas Hashem, right? In our yeshiva, we don't talk Lashon Hara Baruch Hashem. Right? We don't talk about other people. Right? It happened to be that litoelis, which means when, when in certain circumstances they were trying to figure something out. So they were talking about a certain person that, was, that they were struggling with and blah, blah, blah. So what I told them was, I said, it's great that you guys are here talking amongst each other about this person. It wasn't a lush and hara conversation negative. They were, they were struggling with something about someone. I said, did you speak to the person directly about this? Did you speak directly to the person about it? Right? And that's the, that, it's not a joke. This is what they say. They say people in the office are always talking about home. And people at home are always talking about the office. Right? At home, you speak about your boss and you talk about what happened at work and how terrible things are. And when you're at, at the office, you speak about, oh, you know, all these things. That's terrible. Why? Because the, the thing and the person and the people who you need to discuss and talk to about the things that they, you need to talk to them about, you don't talk to them about. So the changes, that's why Lashon Hara, that's what happens to Lashon Hara. You see someone doing something, you see someone doing something, so there, there are really two people you could speak to about that. Really two people you could speak to about that. You could go over to that person, right? If your roommate bothers you, so you could tell him, I want you to know it bothers me when you do X, Y, and Z. Or the other person you could talk to 
right? You could, you could, well, not really talk to yourself, but you could say, okay, what do I do about the fact that my roommate, or you could even ask someone, what do I do about, how do I work on myself in re relation to my roommate? The problem is when I, when I talk to someone else about someone else, so then I have zero benefit. No one gains from that. Everybody loses. Why? Because I can't change. I don't end up changing anyone. All I'm doing is, is, is spreading another person to look at somebody else as a problem. And what are we doing about it? It's not like you, okay, if you see someone uh, that some, something bothers you about them, so either deal with it, deal with the fact that it bothers you, or go over to that person and say, I want you to know when you do X, Y, and Z, it bothers me. But when a person just speaks Lashon Hara, what is he doing? He's not doing anything. You're not able to change. You don't change, you're not able to change the situation. When a person, and, and, and then I want to talk about this with all of you, when a person is, is in the world of, that's why one of my favorite quotes is, be the change you want to see in the world. Be the change, why, what does that mean, be the change you want to see in the world? Because you're not going to fix the world, I promise you. You're not going to fix your roommate, I promise you. You're not going to fix your, your mother, your father, your siblings, the school, the, the you know, your boss, your wife, your children. You're not going to change anyone. You're not even going to be able to change. You ready for this, guys? You're not even going to change your kids. You can't change your children. What you could do is if you work on yourself and you become a healthier person and you become a person who lives a certain way and acts a certain way, then obviously that will spread on to the people around you. But, but you can't change anyone. When a person begins to, to look at life like that, like I can't change anyone. So it might be frustrating in a certain sense, but it's also very, very powerful. Why is it powerful? Because, because then what happens is you bring it all inward and you say, okay, now I gotta do something. Now I have to change myself. It's frustrating because, because you sort of like feel like alone. Like, what am I going to do? Now what am I going to do? But it's very exciting and empowering because, number one, you're living in reality. And reality is exciting. It might be hard sometimes to live in reality, but reality is exciting because when you fight reality, you lose only every time. When you fight reality, you only lose 100% of the time. When you fight reality... And the reality is, I can't change somebody else. I can't change anybody else but myself. And when a person is speaking Lashon Hara, what he's doing is, is he's, he's, he's living in the wrong world. You're in the world of somebody else. You're in someone else's world. Okay, question or comments? And then we'll learn the halacha. Yes, Bensi. I'm excited. Um, you said you can change others, but when you're around you see how you, you see how you switch the word over there it's going to have an effect on you well you'll you will so so again meaning yes are, are we affected by the people around us absolutely do we affect the people around us absolutely but I could choose not to be around that person. I could choose not to 
be in, in, right? I could choose not to listen to that person. I could choose, right? I could choose I, a, a person who's hanging around someone else. He will influence. Look at all those words. Affect. Influence. Right? But he can't change me. He can't change me. He could affect me and then I will start acting differently, right? Look at Avram Avinu, right? Avram Avinu was hanging around. He had nobody with him, Avram Avinu. David Amelech, a lot of the great people, right? The tzaddikim, right? Stories of people in the Holocaust. Uh, you read uh, Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl. He's around, you know, a certain thing. Obviously, those are extreme cases, and we don't want to put ourselves around people that makes it harder for us. We want to put ourselves around people who are strengthening us so it therefore will influence us and affect us and support our mission. But a person is able, right, to to stand against the grain. You know, obviously we like I said, you you don't want to put yourself in those situations, but nobody could change you. It's one of the things that Viktor Frankl said when he was in the concentration camps. What did he say? One of the best lines that he said in the book, if I remember, I don't remember the exact line, but I remember he said, the Nazis can take away your physical and they can take away this and they can take away that and they could kill the family and they could blah, 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 but they can't take away my, my, inner, my inner soul, my inner, they can't touch, there's, there's a part that nobody can touch of a person. You can't touch what I want to do in life. That's why we're so resilient. That's why people are so resilient. Because at the end of the day, right, you could have people who can influence you and can be a bad influence on you. And the world, look at the world, look at the Jewish people. Look at this, look what we do. We sit here, how many people your age, how many kids your age are doing what you're doing? Most kids your age are in college, right, are in college looking for a party. That's, that's what most people who are your age, that's what they're doing. They're looking for a party. They're not sitting here uh, studying uh, how, to, how to be a better person, how to work on themselves. Who, who's, who, in the, who in the world, the outside world, right, at your age is looking to work on themselves, to better themselves, to make themselves better? You're looking for a career, how to make money, how to this, and how to party, and how to this. Okay, great, I'll try and be nice to people. I'm saying us, the Jewish people, right? What's our percentage in relation to the whole world? I don't know, six billion people? What's our percentage of from, not from people? I'm not talking about Jewish people. How many Jewish people? Anybody have a, can look up how many Jews in the world? 15 million, 16 million, 15 million? No, right, that's what I'm saying. Good, very good. That's next. So you have 15 million out of six billion. What's that percentage? 0.2% Point, of the world? Zero. Zero, right, 0.02. No, 0.2. Oh, 2%? 0.2%. 0.2%. Less than 1%. Less than 1% of the whole world. And then how many, like Shimmy's saying, right. Oh, 0.2, right. What? 16 million Right, two and 2 million of that are orthodox. And then of those orthodox, how many people are sitting, right, here, here or sitting sitting literally working on themselves. So, Bensi, like you're saying, yes, the influence of the world. The world is a strong influence, right? But, but we have the ability to stand, to stand above. And what, what, what separates 
those, and this is important for you guys to know, because you guys are younger, and the influence of your friends, and you're very influenced. You're very influenced. And we're very, our, our minds are very weak and influenced by people and by things, and especially when you see things, when you watch movies, and you watch the news, and you watch social media, and you see certain things, and you're exposed to certain things, so you think it's true. When you see something, you think it's true, right? You see, a, you see something with your eyes, it's like, what do you mean? It's true. But, but there's a lot of, of lies in how they are, how the world is, is conveying what the world wants to convey. And that, you know, that's why, that's why I love this. That's why I love this, and that's why I love this. The reason I love uh, the Chavetz Chaim, and I love Mesil Sisharim, and I love the Tzadikim, is because without these Svarim, uh, and without the Tzadikim, who teach us how to live, where else am I getting my information and where else am I getting my uh, view on life of how to live? Who is influencing me? That's what you have to ask yourself. Who is influencing me in what a Jew is and how I'm supposed to live and how I'm supposed to be with other people and how I'm supposed to um, act with other people and what am I supposed to look at? How am I supposed to look at things? That's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Because if you don't think about that and you don't take a step back you don't think about, you know, how can I, how can I, you know, uh, be be more honest, and how can I, you know, people think when you go off of social media and you stop watching movies and all that, that it's like a from thing, like like you're doing that, you know, so you don't give in to your tivus. That's also true. That's also true, but that's not even the the main point of it. The main point of it is that your brain is being is being influenced, and your heart is being influenced by, by an agenda. Uh, oh, you're going to say, yes, the Chavetz Chaim also has an agenda? Yes, he does. The Chavetz Chaim's agenda is, is, is living a beautiful life in this world and living a beautiful life in the next world. His agenda is not, is not your money and his agenda is not whatever else things out there that that's, that's their agenda. His agenda is, yes, to help me, mi ha'isha Chavetz Chaim. So he's called Chavetz Chaim. Ohev Yamim, he wants me to live a life and enjoy my life and give me this world and give me next world. That's what the Ramchal, that's what the Tzadikim are there to teach us how to have great marriages, how to be great parents, how to be great uh, employees, how to be great uh, whatever it is that you're doing in life. That's what the Torah, that's the beauty of Yiddishkeit, it's the beauty of Torah, is that Torah teaches a person every aspect of life. Even, even the Torah teaches a person how to go to sleep, how to go to the bathroom, the Torah teaches us. Excuse, pardon that I'm saying it, but it's true. Even the Torah tells you how to tie your shoes, how to put on your shoes. The Torah teaches us that. So people say like, oh wow, that's intense. It, it, it is intense, but it's beautiful because it's like a parent. Torah is Malashan Mora, Mora, right? You called your Mora, Mora. Torah is mora. What does that mean? Your teacher. It teaches you. What is your parent, what's your father and your mother supposed to teach you? Supposed to teach you how to put on shoes, how to go to sleep, how to eat breakfast, how to, how to walk, how to talk. That's what the Torah does. The Torah teaches us 
how to live our life. Our life. Yeah. Yes, Rabzev. Shkoch Bensi. Thank you, Bensi. Thank you, Bensi. Thank you, Bensi. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean? Meaning, if I if I'm talking to someone to help me deal with that person, that's not lashnara. If someone's bothering me, and and something is bothering me, or something bothers me about that person, and I want to approach that other person, and I want to tell him about my complaints about him or something that he did to me, and I need help, so I go over to someone. I go over to Yehuda Mattel and I say, Dr. Yehuda, could you help me understand myself and understand the situation and understand how I could view it and how I could maybe talk to him? Well, it's a mitzvah to do that. What does that mean? Go over. You're not going over to him, to somebody and saying, ah, oh, I hate this guy and he's a blah, 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 blah. You're saying, I'm struggling with, this, with my roommate. I feel that he's insensitive. I feel that he's not nice. What do I do? That's not Lashon Hara. If you're asking advice and how to deal with somebody, that's the greatest thing. If we all did that, right? I'm not sitting there just talking to someone about just to vent, which is also, okay, sometimes when we vent, it's also important to have somebody to vent to, as the Chavetz Chaim says. Sometimes that's also a mitzvah for a person to vent if you're not doing it shame for Lashon Hara. You're doing it because you need to heal, you need to do that. That's also my, in certain conditions, that also a person can do that. But for sure, if I'm trying to help myself deal with a person, and I go over to someone to ha have them help me deal with that person, for sure, sure. Now, the person who's listening has different halachas. If I'm listening, I have to listen, right? That's why it's very difficult to be a therapist in a certain way, because you have to know the halachas of what to believe and what not to believe, how to understand it, how to look at it. You know, when you're listening to people, or if you're a Rebbe, or you're someone who's in a, in a you know, role of listening and someone's telling you about his parents, or he's telling you about this guy, it's hard, because you're hearing a lot of, quote-unquote, Lashon Hara. person has to know. You know, you, you could have a therapist and, and, a, and a Rebbe, a mentor, who can really hurt people in their relationships based on how they respond to the, to the, to the right? Right? To, the, to their what they're saying. They can hurt the person very much who they're listening to based on what they say, right? They could be machazik them to hate them. They could be machazik them, yeah, oh, that's terrible, you know, whatever it is. Uh, your, your spouse can do the same. Your spouse can do the same. Right? It's the Gemara. The Gemara talks, right? The Gemara talks about that, right? Of uh, uh, the difference between uh, um, Forgot who it was uh, with Korach, right? That his wife, right? The Gemara says Chachmas Nashim Bansa right? Is that is that you know the wife of Haman, right? Uh, sort of racing on. You come back from work and you're complaining to your wife, or your wife comes back from work and she's complaining about about her work. So what do you say? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, terrible, those terrible people. I was just talking about before, in this year before. What happens? Your child comes home and starts talking about how terrible their teacher, their Rebbe, blah, blah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because it will happen. I mean, it will happen no matter what. 
No matter what, there's always going to be a problem that a child is going to have with a teacher. What are you going to do? What are you guys going to do when your son comes home, when your daughter comes home and says, this teacher is a terrible teacher, the teacher did this and this and this, and blah, 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 blah. What are you going to do? That's a great question. What are you going to do? How are you gonna do it? You don't have a video cam you don't have a video camera. You don't have video. Okay, but let's say has their feelings hurt or they just don't like the teacher for whatever. Right, so what are you gonna do? So what are you gonna do? What do you mean? A child you're fine what am I child what am I finding out? The child comes to me and says, Your child comes and says, Oh, the teacher, I hate this teacher, she's so mean to me, or he's so mean to me, this teacher is this or that. You're gonna say, Oh, let me find out. What caused it? What the cause? I'm seven years old. I'm not asking my child what caused those feelings. I'm hurt by my, by my teacher. What are you going to do? You're right. Good. Yon, it's good. You're thinking. But I'm saying it's not, not so simple. Right? I start analyzing. You know, let me take out a pad and paper, Dad. Right? Don't take out a pad and paper. I'm crying because my teacher is being mean to me. Right? So, oh, okay. Good. Good. And what are you going to say about the kid? You got to go back tomorrow to school. I'm just saying. I'm not... I'm not saying exactly what to do. My point is, my point is, is that, is that, yeah, well, Menachem? What? Good. That's a good question. I'm not, I'm not so much asking for answers right now, but I'm just saying is that if you don't have clarity of, of what, how to say things and what to say and what's mutter, what's not mutter and how to validate feelings and how to understand yourself, and how to be angry, right? I just said this before. Usually people are either or. Either the teacher is terrible, either the teacher's right, or you're right, right? And that's not, that's, that's, that's a easy way out, both of those. Either you're a parent who's gonna say, oh yeah, all teachers, yeah, all teachers stink, yeah, I hate that school anyway, right? Or you, or, which is Lush and Hara, by the way, pure Lush and Hara. Your child comes home and says, my teacher, blah, 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 is that? And you say, yeah, oh, yeah, terrible teacher, right? Pure Lashon Hara. Now, Yona, now, Yona, you happen to be right. You happen to be right that it's very important to, to, to check out to find out the situation. It's very important to find out the situation. Find out what's going on. And of course, if there's a teacher that's hurting your child or another child, then of course you have to, to, you have to do everything you can. But, but a lot of times, you know, children just don't like teachers, and that's okay. So what do you do? What do you do? You have to teach them maybe, just suggest that maybe, you have to teach them to find the good in a teacher. You have to teach them how to see the good. You have to teach them that, that there, there are going to be people in your life who you're not going to like naturally. And if you learn Hilchus Lashonara and you're talking, I could just talk for myself. I could talk from what, what you know, I've had that in my family, in my children. And when you learn the Hilchus Lashonara and you talk about Hilchus Lashonara and you talk about judging Lakavs Chus and you talk about finding the good in people and you tell a child, you know how empowering it is to tell a child, and I've done this, to tell a 10-year-old kid a 12-year-old kid, a 15-year-old, tell a teenager to look for the good in your 50-year-old teacher. You know how empowering that is to a child? To say, yes, your teacher and your principal might not be perfect. And you might be bothered by your principal or by your teacher. But your responsibility is to try and find the good. Avada, you got to listen 
to the child and you have to listen to their concerns. And if, and if the, the child is being bullied or being hurt by the teacher, blah, 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 then obviously you have to, you know, take, you know, proper action to, to protect your child. But, but, but if the teacher is going to be a... Teachers are going to be our people too, right? And, and, and they make mistakes, and they're going to be a certain way. The question is, how do I look at the teachers? How do I look at my own? And if you have trauma still, because we all have trauma from school. Everybody has trauma from school, right? And if you haven't healed your stuff, so what is that going to affect? It'll affect the way you speak to your children about the school and about the teachers and about everything. And that affects a lot. It affects a lot of us, and it'll affect your children. Okay, uh, which really was the halacha. We didn't even do the halacha. We'll just do one more minute here. Um, did we do the halacha? We didn't say it. Talking negatively about a teacher, right? So the Chavetz Chaim says, the Chavetz Chaim says, actually, I'm going to do the, the we, we did enough of that halacha a little bit. Um, I just want to read this thing that the Chavetz Chaim says in his introduction because I thought it was, very powerful, right? Um, he says, Lashon Hara is a Avera, which even after the person um, received whatever he has to receive uh, consequences in this world and the next world, it's still very scary. He says, why? So Ramosha Zviller claims that every time the listener on this world repeats the Lashon Hara further, so it awakens the speaker's consequences again. That's what's scary about Lashon Hara. What's scary about Lashon Hara is to do tshuva for Lashon Hara as the Chavetz Chaim brings the mushal, the story of the guy who comes to his Rebbe and says, I want to do, do tshuva for Lashon Hara. So he says, great, I'll tell you what to do. Take a pillow, right? Take out the, the feathers from the pillow and I want you to put the the, uh, the feathers on, on the doorsteps in the neighborhood. And he, went, and he went ahead and he put the feathers on all the doorsteps. And then he says, okay, tomorrow I want you to go and gather all of the feathers. So he goes there the next day and, and the feathers aren't there. Why? Because the feathers blew all, all over the place. And he's like, go just bring me all the feathers. And it comes back to his rabbi and he says, I can't bring all the feathers because they're, it's impossible. They flew all over the place. What am I supposed to do? So he says, yes, that's Lashon Hara. When a person speaks about another person, it goes on and you have no idea. You have no idea where the Lashon Hara went to. You have no idea. Because you told this guy who told that guy who told that guy. And then a week later, a month later, a year later, you have no idea where it went to. So the Chavetz Chaim says, even after a person dies... Right? The Lashon Hara could still be going. So a person goes ahead and he's like, okay, all right. I, I said, that's why Lashon Hara, we just had it in the Gemara. It's one of the, it's one of the right, the Dafyomi just learned that one of the, one of the groups of people who the Shechina is not with them is, is people who speak Lashon Hara. Right? Which makes sense because what, what they're doing is you are, it's, it's like impossible. You're spreading the Jewish people far away from each other. You're not bringing the Jewish people together. You're pushing people away from each other when you speak Lashon Hara. And like we say all the time, uh, the, the punishment for the, for the Baal Lashon Hara 
And the person who speaks Lashon is Mitzorah. Why Mitzorah? Because Mitzorah is Motzira. It means it's nothing to do with the guy. It's nothing to do with the guy. Yes, maybe the guy who you spoke Lashon Har about. Yes, maybe, maybe he has those problems. Maybe he has those problems. But why are you focusing, like we started off this year today, why are you focusing on him? Do you, have you finished all your problems? Meaning, you did all your problems, now it's time in your life for you to fix everybody else's problems. When you finish, like we said yesterday, when you complete fixing yourself, then you'll, right, as the Gemara says, fix yourself, and when you finish fixing yourself, then you can go to your neighbor. But the answer is, you know, you'll never finish fixing yourself. You don't finish fixing yourself and when you finish your avod in this world, then you're dead anyway. So then you can't fix anybody else. You can't fix your neighbor then anyway. But in, in the time being, focus on yourself. And then people say, oh, but that's so selfish. And with that, I'll end off. The greatest thing you could do for your neighbor, the greatest thing you could do for your roommate, the greatest thing you could do for anybody, right, is you could work on yourself. Because if you work on yourself, like Bensi was saying before, you will you will smell of working on yourself, which will affect everybody else around you. It'll affect them, it'll smell good for them, and the best thing you can do, especially in yeshiva, I tell this to guys, the biggest chesed you could do for somebody else in yeshiva is work on yourself. Because that's what we're here to do. So when you see your roommate, when you see your friend, when you see your friend who used to do this and now he doesn't do that anymore, when you see your friend who's working on yourself, then that's the greatest influence that we could do. So Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha, right? And, and, and like we always struggle. We all struggle with what's going to be in my future. How am I going to change my future? How am I going to change my life? What am I going to do in the future? How could I fix my past? How could I fix what I've done in the past? The only thing, not, 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 not the best thing, the only thing you could do for your future, the only thing, because your future is not here now. Tomorrow is not here. Two days from now is not here. And yesterday, as we've said, two minutes ago, five minutes ago, is further away from you than a million years. It's further away. You can't get, you'll never ever get two minutes ago, five minutes ago. Never, ever, ever again will you get five minutes ago. One day you'll get a million years from now. So you're closer in a certain way to a million years from now than you are your past. So what could you do already? There's nothing you could do. The only thing you could do to change your life to live your life is to live the life that Hashem gave us now, today, right now, this morning, for today. That's the only thing we could do. Hashem will help us all create an incredible, right? Ripsim Karaba, he gets the credit for the create a great day. Create the most incredible first day of, Ben, the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch.